Welcome everybody to another episode of Foodie with Trudy. I'm your host Trudy. Today we're here to have the possibly the oldest discussion in the book. Uh, we had to do it. Who's the best and the greatest midfielder between Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard and Paul Scholes. I have a fan from each department here to talk about this, to defend their guy. I'm going to be as objective as possible to hear them out and see if they can convince me one way or the other. But before we start... Um, obviously we have to talk about the Mourinho win over the weekend. Mourinho is back and doing his thing. And, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the preview of what I'm calling the Premier League final, so to speak. Liverpool versus Man City coming up. I just want to see what you guys' opinions are on that. And I need to ambush Skip real quick. Um, what, what happened over the weekend? That was a very interesting What happened over the weekend was... Yeah, what happened uh, over the weekend? That was, was the more celebration like, uh, I've seen, and yeah. followed by four goals. And what, what what's going on? Just say it in your own words. What like, happened? to be honest, like what happened was basically what I've been saying for like the last, I think, a year and some weeks that Chelsea cannot play for a year. Like to Tommy, since Tommy took him um, since Lampard, right? Since the mm-hmm. beginning of last season, that Chelsea cannot play for at the back with our current structure. We cannot play four at the back because if we're going to keep it real, uh, if you want to play four at the back, you need someone that will protect those back two. Chelsea don't have that. If you're going to play four at the back, you need a central defender that can actually read danger and he has a little bit of leg. Sego Silva can read danger, but he doesn't have the leg. Rudiger, like I said, like I'll never give Rudiger the contract he's asking. Because he yes. always leaves his position when it's true. He always run. He always leaves his position. Because he's so trying to go score to play, fantastic goals. If, if we're going but to, isn't Kante a protector for the defense? But yes, that was, that's, the, that's where people get that wrong. Kante is not a protector. Kante is a destroyer. He goes around the pitch and uh, destroy. You okay. cannot tell Kante to sit. After like how many? After like a game fair or points, two, you points. will see Kante at the opponent this thing. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, Kante, when uh, Chelsea won, when Moreno came back the second time, when he brought Matic back, yeah, I believe. Yeah, when we signed Matic, that was when we started playing well. Kante has always been playing with someone else sitting deep beside him. And that's where you mm-hmm. see the best of Kante because he just run around the whole pitch destroying everything. Kante is not mm-hmm. sitting. He can do it for a game or two and be disciplined, but after that, he cannot do that. Also, our left back also cannot play left back. Like it's impossible. Then so you have you basically have two out of the four that can't play four at the back. Then you have your midfield that no protection or so. Like they can't protect the back line. So at that point you're going to be exposed. And that's why people think, oh, we play well with uh, three at the back, three, three for three. People will say mm. we play well there. It's because it's hiding that formation is hiding a lot of defects in our team. And that's what people don't want to. And that's why, like, and that's why, like, a good coach comes in. When you look at a squad, you look at the defect. Every team has their own defect. You look at it and you're like, hmm, how can I play to hide one or two defects? And you set up a formation or a way of playing that hides those defects. At least 90% of the time, like 90% of the time, those defects will be hidden. No, they won't be able to see it, you know? So that's the thing. So in that game, it was actually a wet game. I've never seen us concede like four goals in like how many minutes? 30? 30 minutes is a wet, you know. But like the funny thing, the thing I like is that like I know we're not going to lose for a while now because under Tommy T, anytime we lose, 
we go on the, like another 10, 15 game of not losing. So I'm pretty confident that that's just something that will happen. And uh, we'll go again. Like, again, it's not so we're like... Uh, I was going to say before the Arsenal game, I was going to say you guys have to be looking over your shoulder because Arsenal was... Again, I've told you this from day one. You were ne- we're ne- I'm never looking back at Arsenal and Tottenham. Like, they will always show. Like, when it matters, they will always... Like, again, you messaged me, like, I think a few weeks it's ago sure. when you said, uh, when you said, oh, Chelsea, no, Arsenal and Tottenham are close to you. What did I tell you? I'm never worried about those two because when it matters, they will show. The last time they... Um, the last time they did not choke was when they had Henri, when they had so Campbell at the back. That was the last time they had. Even actually, they choked in Champions League final, but that's another conversation. <laughs> they will choke. Arsenal will be Arsenal. Uh, Tottenham, definitely, we know what they're all about. So I'm not worried about them. Like, if it was United that was now, you know, chasing us, I'd be like, yeah, United can just go crazy, go seven games. You know, if they're on form, they can just go on that crazy run and just be scoring last minute goals, you know, and be winning games. But, like, for Arsenal, I'm like, oh, okay. They will come close and, you know, they will fall, you know. I'm not worried about it, so. Damn. Um, Dami, what do you think about the Premier League final coming up? I'm ginger, though. Are you ginger? I feel like, I, I feel like, well, I don't want to talk too much about jinxers, but I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good. You feeling confident? I feel like he's one of those... Yeah, with more fiery blacks. Okay, Jotan yeah. call, Luis Diaz call, Mane call, Feminine call. Mane, I know this kind of game. Firing blanks too. Nah, yeah. this kind of this game, Firmino this game is... now does. This game now doesn't it, it? It has reached points where it doesn't take in um, current form anymore. It's just whoever whoever shows up that day, mm. and if the guys are up to it, they're not. They're not. We're not afraid of Man City anymore. Not, and we have number four in the back, so yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty nice. To be honest, big, is anyone really Virgil. scared of Man City? Exactly. Have you ever have you seen them play Man You were terrified of them, man. Like I'm again. Oh. It's because again, why you guys are scared of Man U is because you don't have a coach that can actually Child. in a game. <laughs> no, in one game or two games can actually be like you know what we are not winning, we are not losing this. Liverpool, mm-hmm. they have Klopp. Klopp will look for a mm-hmm. way. Chelsea have Trico. Like, I'm, I actually want them in the semi-final because that's going to be a fun game. Like, but United just don't have that manager that can be like, you know what, chain thing on their head and that's why you guys don't are not confident about that, you know? But like, yeah. But I don't I see mean, why Liverpool are looking beyond Real Madrid to hmm? the, the semi. <laughs> I'm not worried about Madrid. Like, have you seen Madrid recently? Like, Madrid, like, why am I going to be scared? Madrid are not Bayern. You know, like, if it was Bayern now, I would be worried. But Madrid are not Bayern. This is a 50 50 game. I'm not going to be there. Like, can they beat us? Yes. Can we beat them? Yes. Like, it's not as if I'll be like, oh, this is like a 70 30. Like, can Chelsea beat um, Madrid? Is, if I say yes, it's not as if I'm dreaming, you know? It's a 50-50 game, so I'm not is scared, James you know? Back? Is James back? Sorry? James, James is back, yeah. James is back. Alonso is on left back. No, definitely he's going to play three at the back. He can't play that four at the back. We cannot play that. When is Chiwo coming back? Oh, no, next season. This season. Next season. He's done for this season. Oh, he's, 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 he's done. He's out, yeah. He's out for oh, this season. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he's done. 
You guys can take sure if you want ah, to try and yes. do some. No, <laughs> you guys want to was... renew his contract, so go ahead and yes. renew his contract. I was still eyeing that. When I actually go back to my fantasy distance. Ah, no, no, he's done. Wow. Um, I mean, do you have anything to say about that? To defend us, anything quick before we go into the debate? To defend who? Man, you know. <laughs> this guy just told us nah, to have man. a coach. <laughs> It's okay. You actually I, don't have a coach. We are still looking for coach for them. You actually don't have a coach. Ten Hag. Ten, ten Hag is incoming. Don't worry about it. Okay. But, you know, this season is a write-off. I'm very disappointed with the weekend result, especially now that Arsenal is doing Arsenal things. You know, it would have been a good time to capitalize, but we let that one slip, and I don't know if uh, I can trust this team to bring it home. So the season is done. Okay, you're so do you remember when Arsenal had uh, four games in hand? Is it three or four games in hand? <laughs> and I was like, forget about those. Two games they haven't won them. Yet. Let them win those games. Now, how do you feel now about that? Like, that's like a good team. Like, they are doing better than I expect. But like, have you seen mm-hmm. the like the last seven games that they're going to play this season? They're like their fixtures. No, I don't know their fixtures. Yeah, you need to check it out, and you'd be like, holy, like, why did they pack it for them like that? So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to remove TNA from my fantasy, man. Mm. Three goals today. Oh, yeah, he's probably out of this. Like, that's basically one of their best players out of this. You know, they are going to fill him. So, yeah. All right, let's hop on to the debates of uh, Chelsea, uh, not Chelsea, Lampard, Scholes, and Gerard. So, I'm going to have you guys, I'm going to have you guys try your best to be respectful of these guys. Don't, don't say anything that doesn't sound that sounds absolutely crazy. Um, mm. I'm going to start with Demi on this. Um, who do you think is the best and why? Quick two minutes uh, opening. Like, <clears throat> Lampard, Gerard, Scholes. Mm. Okay. For me, watching the three of them, just of pure, like, soccer player, I'll have to give it to Scholes. All in. Like Perfect. I could like I just like Scholes could just ping the ball around the park beautifully and when you connect on the shots like Gerard had a shots um Lampard had a shots but Scholes had some some goals where like he had one where he pinged it and he went off both both uh what's it called goal mm-hmm. posts mm-hmm. like I've, that's almost like a dream goal like I just respect Scholes um, um attacking what's it called acumen but next second I'll have to give it to Steven G. Just simply because he dragged, let me not say a bunch of wastemen, but he dragged the half <laughs> squad to to the to the final. Like Jabi Alonso was there. Mm-hmm. We had we had some some okay players in the team, but yeah, that work that he did in 05 was just too much. And then we've had like two two other years, I think 09 or so, when we came close and he just couldn't carry us, carry us um, through the line. But now Gerard Gerard is is a, is a top notch baller. Mm-hmm. I take him over Lampard. Lampard, I feel like Lampard was a baller too, but I feel he was just um, in a position of advantage being in Chelsea. Like if Gerard was in Chelsea, he could have put up numbers too, mm-hmm. you know. So I take I take Scholes first, Gerard and Lampard. <laughs> um, keep in mind, you're, the person you're putting last in here is the highest goal scoring midfielder. So you are you just saying that? Like I said, yeah. If you put Gerard in that team as a number for 10. Scholes, they could they could have put up numbers, yeah. I mean, okay, maybe not as much numbers as Lampard, but mm-hmm. definitely would have had much more attack. Like 
okay, a number of Lampard's goals were where he was running in late to hammer in a shot in a crowded box, right? Gerard was doing the same thing too, just not as as much frequency. I didn't watch. So I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything Lampard could do that Stephen G couldn't do. I didn't, I'm not going to say I watched this guy at West Ham, but at West Ham he was a baller as well. Like based on Stephen G was balling from seventeen to, from seventeen years old too. They yeah, were both yeah, young yeah. young I watched, stunners. I watched a documentary yeah. on um on Stevie G. You know he's my yeah. He's our captain. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. All right. We'll see what um Skip has to say about that. Aminu, go next. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how you you wanna define best. Are we talking about, you know, technical ability or amount of trophies won? Are we talking about leadership and and uh, impact on your specific team, or are we talking about, you know, just raw stats and stat padding, right? And I definitely agree with the with the order that Dami put those three players in. There's not a lot between them, if we're being honest. Like, these are all three amazing players. Let's not disrespect any true. one of them. Saying one is a... I don't even know. True. But, you know, they're all great players. But we have to nitpick when we, we want to separate them from each other. And... And basically, in terms of winning, in terms of ability, Scholes was miles ahead of the other two, in my opinion. And he was the one that kept on getting recognition from from contemporaries, not just in the Premier League, but abroad. You know, Xavi and all these guys, they were like, yo, Zidane, all of them. They'll be like, yo, Scholes, Scholes is the real boss of this game. And I think... One of the things that makes schools be a little less appreciated is because of the teams he played in. He also played in amazing teams that won a lot, and that also helped his case in terms of the number of trophies he got. But in terms of ability, I would say Paul Scholes definitely the best and number one, just the same way his peers acknowledged. Uh, number two, I'll definitely give it to uh, Stevie G. I think. Stevie G on the flip side was also a, a victim of the teams that he played in. Uh, but in terms of leadership, I think, yeah. But in terms of leadership, I think Stevie G was the, was the best leader of all of them. Obviously, uh, Liverpool captain, but I think Lampard got the, um, he was vice captain, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think he, yeah. he captained some games, but Stevie yeah. G was a leader and he was a floor raiser. Uh, he led by example, and he was more of a, a an all all round player than the other two. So, if you needed you know stops, if you needed defensive actions, Stevie G would be more reliable on that end of the ball. Whereas Paul goes, he might ha- make one amazing tackle today, tomorrow he will go over the ball and kick somebody's leg, you know that kind of thing. So, um, for me, Stevie G was uh, a better all round player. Uh, and a, a great passer of the ball. Obviously, Paul Scholes was the best passer of the lot, but Stevie G was good at um, spreading the ball and also um, creating for the team. And then last but not least, 
Lampard for sure. He had the the most goals and assists of of the three of them. But again, that was a function of the his responsibilities in the team, the teams he played under. Like I think that Mourinho team, like they scored um, um, yeah, like the second highest, the second highest number of goals in the Premier League that time. And then Lampard is the only one of the three that almost won a Ballon d'Or. You know. Um, he he came in second in voting. Uh, Stevie G came in third, and he he's the only one that has won uh, Player of the Season out of all of them, just to show his impact on um, Chelsea's winning seasons. But again, there was a lot of financial doping in those seasons where Chelsea took over uh, and were winning things and 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 scoring lots reach, of goals. Reach, 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 but reach. but not taking anything away from Lampard. He wasn't as good a uh, technically on the ball as schools. He wasn't as good a passer as schools. And he wasn't as good of a defender as uh, Gerard, right? So he wasn't as good of an all-round player as Gerard as well. So he was kind of in between. Um, that's the only reason why, um, despite his numbers, I still put him third in the list. Um, and the crazy thing is, after all that, after all saying all that, Scholes was the one that was uh, Scholes was the one that was sacrificed when they played for England. And if you look at it, maybe if they actually tried to play through Scholes a lot more in England, maybe they would have won something. But you know, that's a that's a story for another day. Mm. But yeah, Scholes mm. one, Gerard two, Lampard three. Skip, these guys are basically calling Lampard a. A privileged Bruno, basically. Like this guy, just a stat father. That's what that's what I'm hearing. I don't know what you're hearing. Please defend your boy. Oh, okay. First of all, Lampard is not my boy. Let's <laughs> let's get that out here. He's not my boy. But let's Yikes. let's let's calm down on that. He's not my boy. But if we're going to go, well, you guys are saying um, Paul schools Gerard are better passes. These people are not making uh, Fabregas or Iniesta pass. Jojo jo- jo- Shelfy is doing that pass every week at Newcastle. Go watch Newcastle. <laughs> you see, the pass Gerard and all of them are making. Jojo Shelfy is making that every week. Jordino is making that every week. So what are you talking about? That is a better passer. What what makes a better passer? A midfielder that is kicking ball from one end of the pitch to another that is being a better passer? Go look at Fabregas. You will see what we call passing. Go look at Iniesta. You will see what we call passing. Any footballer should be able to kick ball. From one end of the pitch to another. We'd not say they're the best you passers. Know, We're just saying, compare, compare no, the I three of quiet. them. I kept quiet. So let me go. Because <laughs> all of you, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. So, Sorry, so, proceed, proceed. So, Jojo Shavi is doing that every weekend. Pinging ball from one side. Jorginho is doing that. Paul Scholes is just a Jorginho with a better shooting ability. What are you talking about? United have most of the possession. Please let uh, Postcoach try and run around when uh, most uh, half of the team in England are having like 50 50 possession. Let's see how that uh, where is Ledger take him in the midfield now in this generation. Because I'm telling but you, even then, Gerard would, would be the, the engine that you'd want. Again, Gerard and Lampard are better engine. That's what I'm saying. Let Postcoach play there. Because again, you guys are talking about like these people are like some Iniesta, Fabregas, like. These people are like the crazy. Like, We're just comparing to the game. No, 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 I'm just saying. When you guys said passing, 
technically like you, the words you guys are talking about put me on the field i'm picking a pass from one end of the pitch to the other like again any <laughs> normal any average professional footballer should be able to do that i don't know what standard you guys are talking about any average process uh, pro- professional but in, among the three of them scores are just the other two sorry no, no, let him put, let him among put. the three of them scores are passes the other two is the point we're not saying they're the best in the world no we're i'm just not saying again, but that's them. what i'm saying it's not saying lampard two is not picking pass from across the pitch he's doing that regularly on the regular it's not as if he wasn't picking drug out from deep in he was doing that Maybe he doesn't. He doesn't do it on like every day because he doesn't have to do that. Different style of play. He doesn't have to do that. But that doesn't mean um, these people are like you know what some past master that the way Ronaldinho would do the blind distance. No, they are not. <laughs> don't let us get it wrong here. Like don't let us get that wrong here. Like they are just doing normal passes. Sports code is across the pitch passing. Any average Jogo Shelby, Newcastle. Go watch him this weekend. You will see him doing that regular. That doesn't mean make Jojo Chavi a good passer or a bear, one of the best passer we've seen. Like again, look at that. It's nothing. Postcos doesn't have the leg. The only the only um this thing uh what what am I going? The only credit I'll give Postcos is it was a great controller of the game. Mm-hmm. It was a great controller of the game. You could control so what, the game so better. What, what than, do you give? What do you give Lampard over over scores exactly? What do you, what would I give Lampard over scores? Yeah, like what was your argument for Lamp? You have you have you have told us why scores and Jared Renault is good, but what's your argument for why Lampard is better? Why Lampard is better because I haven't seen any midfielder do, do what Lampard have done with the game from coming from the midfield. What Lampard have done, I haven't seen another midfielder do that. But everyone mm-hmm. is always saying the second coming of Lampard. The second, I haven't seen a midfielder go and score that many goals. And actually be the second best in world this thing. When we're talking about people that have actually gone and be like second best in world, we're talking about the people that you won't even be able to talk about. We're talking about Modric. We're talking about like Iniesta. Those are the midfielders that are in that category with Lampard. What Lampard have done. So again, yeah, yeah, Ture. wasn't even there. Yeah, yeah, Ture only did it for how many years at Man City? Like four, five years? Not even like three. Like, let's keep it real. Throughout, even he went to Man City. Man City, he was still doing that. He was still scoring like those goals from deep in midfield. And don't let us be oh, like, oh, Lampard played at the edge of the triangle all his life. Mm-hmm. Most of his career he was playing double in the midfield, like the rest of them. It was him a deep, a deep line midfielder and Lampard. So don't except if you are saying Lampard, yeah, go look at it. Go look at it. Except if you are saying Moreno playing coach him all his life. But what I'm saying here is that, like, don't let us make him seem as if, oh, this guy was an handicap to, you know, to um, England, uh, to the other, to, uh, the many of them. He did his job. And what, again, I can pick hundreds of players that can do what Scores and Gerard did in, time of the, in terms of, like, footballing ability. But please mention, like, three players that did what Lampard could do on the ball. Because I believe this is an argument similar to the Ronaldo and the Messi. That Ronaldo just became efficient. Yeah. And we're like making that efficient. We're always men reducting a point from Ronaldo because he became efficient and be like, oh, Messi was better than him. No, Messi is not better than Ronaldo. So because Ronaldo became efficient in his name, that doesn't mean he was a bad player when he was at Madrid. No, he just he just learned how to like play the game in a smarter way. And we have to give credit to that. 
So the passing and all that shooting that Jojo Shelby is doing that week in, week out. I don't see United going for Jojo Shelby. Uh, Shelby? I don't see United oh, going for him. What's the Shelby do you, bro? <laughs> so, again, I, I don't know. I, again, he's doing this. Is he not doing this? Have you no. seen it? No. That's the Shelby don't do that. Uh, what's his name? This guy at Southampton. This is their midfielder. Oh. Uh, so don't say Prowse. Yeah. Prowse. Too. Again, right. have you seen his name? Oh, like, he's That's doing right. all that. He's speaking part nice of this. Are we going to sit and be like, oh, he's a better Disney than them? My TVG. A lot of people are doing that. Again, any average, maybe you guys have been used to seeing Fred and McCormick play so much that you guys are <laughs> any, any average midfielder, any average midfielder should be able to get. When I'm looking at Gerard and Lampard, I'm not saying, oh, okay, you did that. Okay, good. Like, Okay, good. Any average footballer should be again the standard I have for midfielders. You should be able to ping that ball from that hand to the other. If you cannot do that, I'm not sure if I'm going to rate you as a midfielder. I don't actually rate you. That's like the bare minimum for me as a midfielder. And that's why when you talk about can can't be world class, I'm always like, "Mm, I don't know about that because Kante cannot do that. As a midfielder, you need to be able to do that on a regular basis. Like That's the absolutely minimum for me. You must be able. So when we're talking there and we're looking at the absolutely minimum to judge players world class on all these things, I'm losing my mind right here. <laughs> so Misha, yeah. again, I feel like if Gerard was on Chelsea, you'd have put up similar numbers to Lampard. But do you know what's wrong with that argument? Are you saying Lampard, uh, Gerard has the same box to box instinct as Lampard? He did in his young days. He was running. Gerard was, was playing box to box easy now. I've got to be missing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you saying that he could, not, he could not have kept that as part of his game if he needed to? He was pulling Lampard's <laughs> number in his younger days or something similar. No, no, he was pulling box to box. But I'm talking was about. Lamp- was Lampard pulling up 15, goals, 15 goals in his early 20s? He was pulling that number. Sorry? Was it? Was it pulling yes. the same number Lampard was pulling? Boxing. What numbers, because what numbers was Lampard pulling early on? When Fabregas came in at 16-17, the amount of assists he was pulling, Fabregas didn't drop that and be like, oh, yeah, I'm growing old. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to drop that off my game. Because Gerard was still running box-to-box every year. From that deep midfield, he was still doing that. He, was just, he wasn't pulling that. Don't let us, don't make him say as if Gerard was a deep-line mid, mid, playmaker. Gerard was still running box to box all his career, but he wasn't pulling that number or plate on his in after like the early years. If I'm going to give you that, he was still running that box to box. Don't let us be like, say, oh, Gerard was Sabi Alonso that just sat deep and wasn't doing that box to box, but he wasn't pulling that number. Thank God we all watched Gerard there. We all watched him go. We all watched, like, we saw it live. We know you too. Mm-hmm. Gerard was still running box to box, but he just wasn't pulling that number. So you say his team was not his team was not set was not set up the same way now. That's not a fair comparison. Gerard was basically the Liverpool main focus and were not playing nowhere near the same game. But Gerard was the main focus of Liverpool. Every ball goes through Gerard. And every defense is holding on, on, on him. Lampard had Drogba to work with, had other guys to work with. Whose work whose workload was, was, was light was was heavier? Heavier. Definitely Gerard, because he was playing with shit. Actually, no. Harry Kewa was a good player. I'll give that. No. Harry ah, was a good player. Uh, you mean, you mean to get all the way to Harry uh, 
You guys have Alonso, we have Fernando Torres. Yeah, that guy has come through Luz now. Luis Garcia. Can you imagine the guys that are, that, that are calling? Baron, Gash- Baron was a Luis Garcia's highest Champions League scoring season was five goals. <laughs> you think scoring five goals in Champions League is, uh, is, something, to, is something to laugh at? How yes. many players are scoring five goals in the Champions League? Let's keep it in a season. Yeah, we laugh at them. We laugh at them. <laughs> even 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 Ronaldo, Messi, and all the you know some freak. Five goals is not what. Come on, bro. Luis Garcia was not an was nowhere close to an elite player in his. No, he wasn't an elite player, but he was a good player. Okay. Start talking about Luis Garcia. Um, Aminu, yeah. what are you what are you saying about what uh, Skip is saying? <laughs> I mean, this this is uh, this is crazy talk, man. Like, ah, I don't know how you can come on here and compare uh, Paul Scholes to John Joseph. This that's blasphemy. You you should apologize to Paul Scholes immediately. This is a man that Fergie begged to come out of retirement to save Manu when when Paul Pogba and all these guys were still there. You know, uh, these are not even my own words. They ask a legend of the game, what does it feel like to be the best player in the world? Uh, and he said, uh, I don't know. You should ask Paul Scholes. Do you know who said that? Zidane. We cannot, we Zidane. cannot go back. Look at all three wait players. Now, we can now. see comments from each again. <laughs> yes, great. You we never can heard, we can never heard these kinds of comments from, sure at Lampard. Look at, even even at look his at, feet. Even Javi, you are talking about Iniesta, this Iniesta, that Javi is Iniesta's teammate. He also said for the last 15 to 20 years, Paul Scholes is the most complete midfielder he has ever seen. And again, Paul Scholes, I feel, didn't get to express himself completely because of the team he was in. But when you look at football IQ, football retention, pass accuracy, pass weights, like... Paul Scholes had the full bag. The only thing he di- he couldn't do was tackle. And the only thing he didn't have was the same kind of engine a Stevie, a Stevie G had and a Lampard had. But in terms of technical ability, you are saying, oh, John Joe Shelby is playing this. But you cannot compare the level of passes that Paul Scholes. It was a variety. Unless we are saying passing in football is not a skill. Anybody... Anybody can pass. They should sign me and you now to go and make the same types of passes. <laughs> and say, okay, for scores is nothing to write home about. But his retention and football IQ was off the charts, and this is undeniable. There was no kind of pass that Paul scores didn't do. Was it true long, long passes, true passes, okay. you know, weighted passes? He did them all, and every uh, opponent that. Uh, ever faced him, always recognized how good he was. If it wasn't for the fact that um, when he went to play with England, for some reason, they would take a start partner and other people and play in midfield and play Paul Scholes in the Mm. wings, he would have had an opportunity to shine with England as well. And that's what Javi's point was. Not to diss him. I mean, can I ask you a question? Who is better, Messi or Ronaldo? Who is better, Messi or Ronaldo? Uh, I'll say, I don't want to go on a tangent, but I'll no, say, no. I, 
I'm saying Ronaldo, uh, uh, Messi is better. Okay, yeah, all right. That, okay, all right. that ends my argument there. You know what? You have made yeah. Misha, if I was going to watch. But you have to have a context. I'd like, say Ronaldo is, is a better floor raiser than Messi. You can put Ronaldo in any kind of team and he will function. Obviously, now he's 37. I see haters raising their eyebrows already. But <laughs> he will function in anything you put him in. Well, I'm like, what? <laughs> With Messi, I feel like he has to be in an ideal situation. So Messi's peak, I would feel, is higher than Ronaldo's peak. In ideal circumstances, yeah. their peaks, Messi's peaks is, is slightly higher. But they are so close. It's not like I see Ronaldo is a bomb or, or something. If Messi is, you know, 99. If Messi is 99, Ronaldo would be... 98.5 so it's, it's, there's not a lot between them but based on the whole package i would have to give the edge to messi and that's the same thing in this debate right we're talking about the whole package mm-hmm. and outside of cvg none of these guys are actually great defenders so we have to look at technical ability and we cannot argue that when it comes to technical ability if you want to use your ronaldo and messi uh uh, analogy that uh, Messi is not more technically gifted than Ronaldo. Like that's just that's not, even close. that's not reality. It's just fact. <laughs> have you seen what this guy does these days? Have you seen what this guy does He gets the ball, flicks his leg, flicks his leg, flicks his leg, then back heel. That's his dribbling. It's over. That's Ronaldo's dribbling these days. <laughs> Augusto is finished. So, so please put some respect on Score's name, please. Um, Misha, the way I see it, if I was, if I was, if like prime, like 2003 to like 07, 09, if I was going to Anfield, Gerard was the first name on my mind. If I'm going to Old Trafford, yeah, Ronaldo comes to mind, Vanistoroy scores, but Chelsea was too many, too many guys rotating in and out. I just don't feel like Lampard was like entertaining, like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like he had enough like standout moments. As an like as an individual bowler, like he, his career, he definitely had a celebrated career by all means. But I can't remember like many standard moments that Lampard can can stake claim to. Like not not to disrespect him, but I don't know if you know what I mean. I know what you're like, saying. Like right away, right away we can we remember Gerard's like goal against Olympiacos to save to save that Champions League run that year. Mm-hmm. Um, which other one? <laughs> the header against uh, AC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Like. If you're yeah, talking, like, about, if, if you're it, talking it, about schools, you remember the long green shot against Barcelona instantly. Like that's I'm, just like <laughs> Lampard had night. He he did. He had, we put up goals like, like crazy, but like there's no standard moments. Skip. Tell us the standard moments since you're the Chelsea fan. Chelsea Bayern. The Ronaldo know this thing from the corner flag area. What are you talking about? Against yeah, Napoli. Honestly, the only thing I remember about that Chelsea oh, the way in the way in the box turned turn around and flicked it over yeah. the keeper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, well. The thing I remember it's not like, header. Is, 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 exactly. Jokwa's header against Bayern was more dramatic than that. <laughs> Even Torres' goal against Barca was more dramatic than that. <laughs> Torres' goal yeah. against Bayern. Barca was more Against Barca. Against Barca. When the name said, no. <laughs> You guys, you guys are Come you guys on. messing with me at this point. You guys are messing with me at this point. You guys are messing with me. Wait, so, so let the me goal was this. like the goal was nice, but 
I, I don't know. They was okay. I'll give you that one, shot. I actually don't. Even I just don't feel like. Uh, I just don't feel like it's like it, like it. Lampard against Everton was it four three or something? We oh, yeah, are four three. Yeah, four three. Lampard against Everton. I don't remember these goals. I'm not even gonna yeah, lie. I don't remember yeah. these goals. Because uh, I mean, you guys were busy eating or not. Like, if you remember that. <laughs> we came and we blew the whole house. We came in and we blew the whole house. Up. You guys were busy eating. Like, you guys were busy eating or not. That you didn't pay attention. That's the problem. You guys were. We just. Against. Uh, you remember the Champion League, uh, Terry Mizar Pen, right? You remember the Champion League, the, uh, the champ against United, that Terry missed the pen, right? Yes. Where Ronaldo was basically hiding the whole game. Was crying. Please, who was, please, who was the man who was popping up for Chelsea all around the pitch? Do you guys remember the claim clearly? Michael, Michaelisian. Michaelisian. Where they lost. Michaelisian. Was he losing effort? Michaelisian was coming up for Lampard. You're messing with me. You're actually messing with me. You're actually messing with me now. But yeah, at least no, no one called uh, Lampard uh, John Joe, a glorified John Joe. Yeah, because again, you guys, anybody can kick ball from one half of the pitch to the other and be like, that's a good meter or simple throw pass. You guys, nah, are you can't play, you can't play, you can't play this. The strikers put like scores, man. If you want to see good pass, go look at the pass um, Joamata was making. Go look at those passes, like, go look at those, passes. or go look at all those. Um, uh, Zidane, when he was up, you know, like most of those passes, um, you remember most of those uh, across three passes United fans used to ail Pogba for? Those are just regular <laughs> passes for me. I'm like, yo, why are you hailing this dude? Any midfielder should be able to pick this pass. Like, those are hard, like, those, again, they are good passes, but any midfielder should be able to pick up that. Ball. And when, uh, I believe, a few episodes ago, when mm-hmm. I said Joe Kante wasn't working for me, you yes. guys left, like, you're like, oh no. Because yeah, the standard for the standard for a mid trader, maybe, maybe like you guys have like oh you have to start from zero. My own is like fifty. Like you need to be able to do some certain things to be able to play football at the highest level. And I'm sorry, those guys. Yeah, maybe like maybe field. my standard is just that high. Maybe my standard is just but like whatever schools was doing like. <laughs> like damn, it's not again. Here's the thing: when you're talking, talking about, about like a, a 15, 15 year career here, <laughs> talking, okay. so what was Lampard doing? If you're if you're going to nobody, just nobody can be doing basic basic for fifteen years. Well, again, when we're talking about passing, fundamentals, like when we're look again, like when we're talking about passing, the great one, go look at Fabregas pass ball. Then you like. It's like you're watching porn. You'll be like, oh my God. Like, this is good. But we're not, no, we're not comparing Fabregas here. It's not Fabregas I'm talking about, though. I'm just saying. But, no, I'm just saying. I'm just, again, it's the, like the most recent memory. Okay. Arsenal, like, uh, Fabregas, or which Fabregas? Both. Go look at him. Even when he was a boxer, people will be on the No, I was wondering, Arsenal or Chelsea Fabregas? Arsenal, Chelsea, Ben, Baka. Look at them. Go look at them. Go look at them. Hey, hey, we, can't, we can't start talking about Fabregas now. We have, so, to, we again, have to keep on I'm just saying, hey, stop want, go look at Inesta. No, 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 sorry. Go look mm-hmm. at Inesta. Like, when Inesta does, you'll be like, oh my God, that's so good. No, eating ball from across the bay. That's saying, oh, the control of the body. Thing. Any average footballer should be able to do that. That's just my argument. Okay, and that's why on. I don't rate all these men, new modern footballer that would be like, oh, immediately they can run around the pitch and pass one ball one or two years. That makes them good midfielders. No. Look at uh, this Liverpool midfielder that went to PSG. 
when he came when to Verratti, can he know. stand up? Yeah, can he stand up with the big boys? No. It's because, again, they just run around and they just make the easiest passes and you guys are like, oh my God, this guy is great. No, okay, can you, list, can you list two things for me that Lampard can do that Gerard Noscos can't? They can't do at his level? Yeah. Uh, this thing, I'll tell you the timing and the arriving in box. They cannot, they can never, they can never be able to do that. Take them back, reverse the age. They would never be. And um, actually, like literally, Gerard and Scholes goes are coming to mind where they arrive in the box to hammer the when, ball into when, the net. When, so. when, <laughs> when he said, when he said, oh, no, 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 no. when he Again, said that, I just because... thought of all those. You know those corners we would, <laughs> like, that we have. Yeah. 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 But yes, I'll hear your arguments. But go on, go on, go on. Because you eat five shots from the edge of the box doesn't make you a box to box midfielder. That doesn't make you just because no, you no. hit uh, this thing from this. I, I that doesn't make like all of Lampard's goals. Team team is, not arriving, is not arriving to is not arriving late to the box now. No, no actually, way. Actually, again, arriving at the box using actually running in the box using a using a defender as a um, to dodge to blind the decoy. keeper yeah. to the keeper decoy. Uh-huh. Those from inside box. How many times have you seen Gerard and Scott make that? That box. Oh, didn't box need a decoy. He put it in the top <laughs> corner. Keep out, see the ball coming. He can't do anything. He had natural, he had natural dick. The keeper will just watch the ball no, fly but, in the top corner. But okay, no, but you have me confused okay, a little because thing, just because Modric can shoot from outside the box, does that make Modric a pure box to box midfielder? No, no, is that what okay. is that the criteria All for right. being a box to box midfielder? Is that the criteria for being a box-to-box midfielder, being able to shoot from outside? Not be able to shoot. And that's what I'm saying. Scores, similar to Modric, they shoot from outside, but they are not box-to-box. Mm-hmm. That's the but your statement was Modric, that Lampard was is a could that nobody could arrive late to the box like Lampard. Late to the box, yes. Late to but that does not equate to box-to-box midfielder. Again, for you to get to that position, right? Mm-hmm. You need to okay. go back and forth, which it does. But when you now arrive at the box, not standing outside the box, sitting and taking shot, that doesn't just mean, oh, yeah, you're a box-to-box midfielder at that point. No. If you look at Conor Gunnagher, which is uh, another prime example, I believe you guys saw him today. Mm-hmm. And if you watch his run inside the box, sitting in the uh, opposition and also in the uh, in his own defensive, that's box-to-box. Not arriving at the box, standing outside and taking shots. Yeah. Because a lot of midfielders do that. Even Fred does that to some level. Shaka, my Arsenal Shaka does that to some level. That doesn't make you just box to box. Is the impact of like that box and the opponent? Um, but like nowadays, we call almost every midfielder box to box because they are pressing, right? They are pressing there, they are pressing or the other way. So we can call them box to box in the nowadays society, which is, is kind of crazy to me. But hey, call me old fashioned in that sense. But what's the what's the second thing? Actually, lost my train of thought right there. But yeah, I lost my train of thought. But if I'm going to arrange them, I'll do like Lampard and Gerard on the same level, scores second or third, whatever way you want to put him. So yeah. If I a six-time Grammy winner, I mean, as a Grammy. The main attribute why I would put Gerard on yeah. uh, Lampard's this thing is that no, like uh, he had uh influence that he can basically pick his teammate up which how many def- how many players have that in this generation those are attributes that are hard to find nowadays you actually mm-hmm. can you even find them nowadays 
that mm-hmm. attribute. He has that, that. Those are attributes like, you know, like, those are things. When I'm looking at workers play, I look at them like, huh, what attribute do you have that is almost impossible to find? If you go to Spain, you will find hundred um, a million of Pogba playing, passing from one end to end, about <laughs> keeping ball better. If you go to Spain, you will see that. If you go to France, you will actually see a lot of them doing that. But I look at attribute that I can be like, hmm, how many people have that work class in that that attribute in like a work class uh, section? Capacity. And if you look at uh, if you look at what Gerard has, that uh, that attitude to pick up his team and actually pull them together, I can actually. Pick leadership. Up the, yeah, I can. Leadership, yeah. It's, it's more than leadership. Is like impact. Yeah, it's leadership. Impact, impact. leadership. Yeah. Okay, I'll say impact leadership is hard ahead. to. Please don't. Yeah, it <laughs> it's hard to find out right now. It is hard to find out right now. My and scrambling. that's why I would be like, okay, I'll put Gerard. But mm. there's nothing schools does right now that I can't find a player that does things like that. So again, Joe just tell me. That's why I would put Christ. So Junior Shovey is not nowhere as I scored as scores, please, man. Let's um, not just let scores are big. Technique, vision is not even close. Let's nowhere as I scored as scores are big. Um, skip with that. Um, we have to we have to start rounding up. We've, we've gone we've gone on for a while. But mm-hmm. is it fair to say that you can impact a team? When you impact a team, you don't have to do it in a loud. In a loud way, but, you know what I mean. Of course. Like, in terms like where I'm, where, I'm, where I'm going with this is how schools came in, and we won the, the league the next season after he came in because we needed this guy. Like of all the people that figure like you come out of retirement, we need you. You know what I mean. So he impacted. He he did impact the team in a positive way, but it wasn't like that's all eyes on him. He's the leader. He's the linchpin. But. Every 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 legendary team always has their quiet, mm-hmm. their quiet linchpin, like you said. And yeah, I think mm-hmm. for those for that my generation, I think scores with yeah down to scores and probably gigs as the quiet destroyers on the team. For you for you to be able to call you back for retirement, and you like of all the like all the active players were like Nabi, this guy we know what this guy is capable of. Let's go bring him back and. Maybe like. 38 or something. He was, was it like 36, 38? I know he was like in his late 30s. Scozy. When Fergie begged him to come out of retirement. Mm-hmm. It's... So, okay. At the end of Isha, all three of them by far, by, by all means, legends of the game for sure. Mm-hmm. But collectively, Wastemans. <laughs> I just have to add that in. It's because they, didn't they win were shite England. for England. No, they didn't do any, not even win anything. They didn't do anything. They didn't you achieve know nothing. I would blame the coach. The I would blame score, score coach, wing. players, whoever it was. <laughs> Here's the thing. I would blame the coach. I have one quick uh, trivia question for you guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Name the um, in order from youngest to oldest, the youngest Ballon d'Or winners. Uh, oh more. <laughs> Kaka. I would say Delima Ronaldo. No, Owen. Uh, Michael Owen. Kaka. Skip is right. Uh, Ronaldo Please, is the don't, oh, don't disrespect uh, my favorite right. Ronaldo. 21. My favorite player of all time. 21. Don't uh, disrespect him. That's my Owen, favorite player. Yeah, yeah, Owen. Owen will have to be at 21 or 22 now. Oh, I said in order. Name them in order. And what's that from youngest? Yeah, the youngest is Ronaldo. Yeah. Okay, Ronaldo, yeah. then Owen. Yeah, Owen next, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, and Kaka was 23 when he won it. Yeah, so he's not there. He's not there? Like, there are two more 22-year-olds before him. Oh, shit. 22-year-old Ballon d'Or winners. Lionel Messi. Messi. Oh, yeah. Easy. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Messi and Ronaldo, then. No. no Ronaldo wasn't no. there. Ronaldo started, um, like... Messi and Ronaldo were still cleaning boots when Messi was doing that. So. <laughs> cleaning boots. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> don't, hey, hey, don't take the bait. Who won it first? Stop it. Um, last one, last one. So you're saying... Um, last one, K. Aka is not there. For 22? No. Oh, the other 22. No, no, no. No, no, was an old man. Balon. Kanu. <laughs> Kanu. <laughs> hey. I was thinking of an axe player. I don't know if I can do it. Yo, I beg. Because that's how I beg. I don't know why I can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it. I would say Michael Platin. No. I'll make it easier. Who did you say? Who did you say? Mind you player. Quick, 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 quick. Best? Yes, George Best. Thank you. Oh. Before we go, shouldn't you give us your own opinion just before we go and let us know what you think? Oh, we know why his opinions are good. Honestly, honestly, it's really hard to be honest. Um, you know how much I love goal scorers and in terms of numbers, but I know that these guys were technically better than Lampard. That's why I have that kind of dilemma. I really don't know which way to go. In terms of pure numbers, Lampard was rare, but technically you have the other two. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, please remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, and soon to be YouTube. And as always, continue to love football. Thank you and good night.